Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this Monday, the 19th day in December of 2022. I'm your host, Michael Kimmett, bringing you four of the most crucial current events in cyber and technology that you need to get started, hopefully, with your work week. We're going to get started with the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI. The FBI wants to help protect companies and businesses in the United States, and to do so, they have what is called a partnership with individuals and companies that operate in the United States. This coalition, if you will, is called InfraGuard, and it's a way that the FBI can pass data and provide insights that will help businesses and organizations better protect themselves from cyber attacks. The bad news, one hacker discovered that because there are so many people trying to gain access to InfraGuard to help protect themselves, he could fool the FBI by impersonating the CEO of a company. And by doing so, was able to gain access to InfraGuard and steal the data. And this hacker, going by the moniker online USDOD, which stands for United States Department of Defense, which is kind of a dig at uh, his target, um, he decided to leak a lot of the data. And so if you use InfraGuard, you need to change your password to make sure that you're protected. And just know that governments are targets of criminals many times because criminals either have a distrust, uh, dislike, disdain even for government entities. Uh, also, uh, if you are sharing with the government or receiving information shared from them, you should continue to do so and just understand that it comes with some risks and that information you share could, just like anywhere else on the internet, become publicly available via criminals. We're going to go ahead and stay in the United States because that is where the bulk of internet-based IP cameras that are vulnerable were found. There was a firm called Cyber News, and they looked at a number of manufacturers of IP-based cameras scanning the internet to see which were installed publicly accessible with known vulnerabilities and were exploited via botnets. And what's interesting is their research shows that a number of these camera manufacturers dominated the market. What's interesting is the prevalence of cameras in the United States that are produced by Hikvision. Hikvision is a Chinese-based company, notably in the UK. The government there has issued a moratorium on the use of Hikvision cameras, urging government entities to disconnect them from the internet. But Hikvision doesn't make just cameras for the government. They make cheap cameras that millions of people can use. So if you use a Hikvision or any other camera that connects to the internet, there's a great guide by Cyber News on how to better secure them. Mostly what you need to do is make sure there's not a default password and you need to have a strong personal password when you set them up to help reduce the chances that just anyone scanning the internet can gain access to and abuse your camera. We're going to move from the United States to Australia, where in the state of Victoria, the Fire and Rescue Service, known as FRV, had to shut down a network based on a cyber attack. And that network is crucial for coordinating fire and rescues across Victoria, where this organization, FRV, has more than 80 different stations. And unfortunately, uh, emails and dispatch are completely taken offline. This looks like a ransomware attack. We don't know that for sure. 
Now, if you're in the area and you're concerned about how you are going to be saved or rescued if you are needed, the good news is that FRV says they still have old technology like pagers and <laughs> mobile phones and uh, other devices they can use to coordinate rescues so they don't feel that response times are going to be impacted, but the coordination of their efforts surely are. And so we see organizations that are focused on health, for example, hospitals, and in this case, safety, being targeted by criminals, likely for extortion. Again, we haven't seen that yet in this case, but organizations have been targeted because their downtime is absolutely critical to help save lives. So we expect to see this continue and just know that if you're in Victoria, the FRV likely is going to communicate with you via another mean because their email is currently out of service. We're going to end today with an update about a cyber and espionage uh, saga involving Twitter. Now, in 2014, the Saudi Arabian government recruited some individuals. What they were looking for was Twitter information that wasn't public. They were looking for accounts uh, that and details of people who were critical of the royal family in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And so to enable this spying effort, they hired or rather recruited some individuals who worked in Twitter. And in 2019, an investigation revealed that uh, at least one person, Ahmed Ahbuamo, had been conducting this kind of espionage. And earlier in uh, 2022, in August, uh, this former Twitter employee, who's now in his 40s, was found guilty of doing exactly that. So they were hired. We now know that they were operating on behalf of Saudi Arabia, collecting and stealing sensitive data from inside Twitter to provide to a foreign government. Well, as an update, um, Ahmad was sentenced to three and a half years in prison for these spying efforts. So no matter how much money a government is going to give you, just know that if you're caught, you could spend significant time in prison and likely there will be fines associated with at the time of this publication and the details, we don't think there's any fines at the moment, but those could be something that we find out about later. So you could, if you caused monetary harm, have to pay back uh, via fines more money than you may have actually gained or profited from, and you'll be sitting in a cell. So cybercrime uh, may pay initially, but it does not pay long term. And in terms of time, you could be spending it with a lot of other criminals. That'll do it for me today. Thank you all so very much. Have a fantastic and outstanding Monday. It's going to be a great week, so stay safe, stay strong, stay healthy. And we'll see you bright and early tomorrow. Michael Kimmett signing off. Ciao. Welcome back, listeners. Today's Tip of the Camp goes to a worker in Brooklyn. Talia Thomas is getting a sincere tip of the camp for her show of humanity. She saw a man walking past a store that she works at with boxes, small cardboard boxes used uh, to make makeshift shoes, and immediately gave up her own precious Purple Air Jordans so that that individual could have warm feet in the wintertime. And her manager, who came to see that she was wearing socks in a place of employ, immediately congratulated her on her act of kindness, 
replacing her shoes and helping her raise money to get a new pair of the precious purple ones that she gave up. Now that money ended up going to her for supporting her mother. Uh, um, and so for you, Talia Thomas, for your consideration of others, your dedication to your family, and your thoughtless act of courage and humanity, a sincere tip of the cap. And please keep on giving. <laughs>